You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. For all things ATL. For everything Falcons. First to the end zone, touchdown! This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. What's going on, everybody? It is your boy, Dylan Matthews, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, Bo Morgan, and we are Peachtree Football. Make sure you guys like this podcast, download the podcast, and follow the podcast. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. You can do that on Spotify. You can do that on the Odyssey app. You can do it wherever you get your podcast. Bo Morgan is a Friday, and it's our favorite time of the week. Well, really, Sunday, I guess, is our favorite time of the week. But we are inching closer and closer to Falcons versus Bears. 1.02, I guess, would be the exact start time, but 1 o'clock for everybody out there in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Make sure you guys come out and support your Falcons if you're here in the Georgia-Atlanta area because it's a big game. It's pretty much a must-win game. We talked about that a little bit on uh, on Wednesday, Monday, one of those days. They all run together at this point. I believe it was Monday. But anywho, Squidbilly, First and foremost, how are you doing, my friend? Well, it's uh, Friday, yeah. as you said, so that's that's a plus. Uh-huh. Uh, my Twitter account is still working, so that's a plus, apparently. Yeah. It seems like last night everybody was telling us, oh, Twitter's about to be right to go down and crash. and But it's 27 degrees uh, outside my basement, Burr. which means it's probably... Uh, I don't know, maybe 45 degrees, 50 degrees in this basement. Mm. Uh, nah, kid, it's probably in its 60s in here. But um, it does get a little bit colder in my office um, uh, slash den slash built-in basement, whatever you want to call it. I was about but to say, does- I'm not going to lie, Squid. I Like, legitly all this time, you have a really nice basement because I can kind of see, like, the background of it. I legitly thought you were, like, in your living room this whole time. I didn't know you were. No, no, this is, um, (laughs) well, you can, you can probably see right, right. Um, hold on. Where's my finger at? Uh, right up there. The ceiling, the drop tile ceiling. Um, Yeah. Those lights behind me are actually for a pool table, which there is a pool table right there, but it's covered with 
radio <laughs> stuff and jackets. Um, yeah. Because I leave from, I mean, I'm giving way too much information on my house. But anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, you see that there's a, there's, a, there's actually the, the people that the previous owners, they built shelves all the way around. So you can see, um, I'm going to uh, weatherman it, but you can see right through yeah. here, that's memorabilia <laughs> and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there, that's a that's actually yep. one of the coolest things I own that my, uh, Amy had uh, bought for me. It's uh-huh. it's basically a picture of Outcast back oh. in the day at the award show where where um, Andre said, you know, the South's got something to say. That's awesome. Um, and that's like done in like a like a I don't know what you'd call it, but it's basically recreated. So it's kind of like uh, cart like you know like a cartoon type. Yeah painting or whatever uh i don't know right. the actual name of it but anyways so that you know i got each everything's sectioned off so we, we don't need to talk much more about that that's too much but. well we can leave the rest of squid billy's house alone <laughs> but we do have a game that we have to get into and talk in detail about as it is friday so we're gonna give you our matchups to watch we're gonna give you our keys to the game we're gonna give you Dylan's deciding factor. And finally, we're going to give you our score prediction. So, Squid, let's start with our matchups to watch. And you actually have some very, very interesting numbers when it comes to the last four games for Justin Fields and the last four games for Marcus Mariota. So I want you to let us uh, take a dive into that real quick, Squid. Well, first thing, uh, I want to set it up a little bit. I, you know, yeah. Had a lot of interaction about how this team would be better off if they had drafted Justin Fields. Right. Which, look, hindsight, you, you could say that probably because you would have a younger quarterback. And um, now that, you know, at the time Matt Ryan is gone and he wasn't then, and Fields would have sat for a year, probably two. I think it would have changed the plan of oh, what you sure. were doing. But I keep hearing about how much better as a quarterback Fields is playing than Marcus. And I, I think I'll say this first off. Um, over the last four games, Justin Fields has had a bitter, bigger impact. He's had a bigger impact on games. There's no doubting that. Right. There, there's just there's just not because of what his legs has done. But I I drew up some stuff in the pocket or or, or compiled some numbers in the pocket the last four games. And so I'm going to read the, I'm going to read two stat lines: stat line A and stat line B, or one and two. Mm-hmm. And I want you to pick who you think it is, if it's Fields or Mariota. Okay. So the first one I will tell you is, uh, and I've written it down on my chart because I'm not memorizing this, but the last four (laughs) games, this quarterback, quarterback A, has Uh been 59 of 94 for 692 yards with six touchdowns and three interceptions. This is only pocket passing. It's not rushing. We'll get to rushing later. Okay. Um, So 59 of 94, 692, six touchdowns, three yanks. Quarterback B has gone 59 of 92 for 620 yards with eight touchdowns and two interceptions. So, mm-hmm. of between Fields and Mariota, which one is A, which is 59 of 94 with, what, I think 692 yards and mm-hmm. three six picks, I mean, six touchdowns and three interceptions, or B, which is 59 of 92 for 620 with eight touchdowns, and two interceptions. Well, from the pocket, I have to believe B would be Marcus Mariota because it seems like he throws the ball more than Justin Fields does. Um, so 
I would have to say B is Marcus Mariota and A is Justin Fields. So I read off A. I said A was six uh, was fifty nine of ninety four mm-hmm. for six ninety two with six touchdowns and three picks. Mm-hmm. That is Marcus Mariota. Oh wow! Okay. B is fifty nine of ninety two for six twenty, mm. so about seventy less yards, but eight touchdowns and two picks, which is Justin Fields. So I did this because I, I've heard about how great Justin Fields has played, and right. if you go and pull it, he's accounted for thirteen touchdowns. Five on the ground. His rushing numbers are 50 rushes for 467 yards with five touchdowns in the last four games alone, which looks great. It is great. But I I wanted to compare how many times Marcus has had the ball in his hands rushing, and he's only got 20 carries over the last four games for a measly, I say a measly, but a measly 141 yards with no touchdowns. So – I did all that because I've heard about how much better the Falcons would be, even with Justin Fields at quarterback. Now, I've heard some of it in the yeah. future or how bad. We're we're heralding Justin Fields for arriving, and right. his passing <laughs> numbers are equal to a guy who we are, we, have, we, are, we are talking about being a below-average quarterback. Right. So Justin Fields has done everything, basically, with his feet. Yeah. Everything he's doing is being said. Without that, minus an interception, they're essentially the same quarterback. Marcus has one more interception. So, Justin Fields hasn't arrived. And look, I, I know the argument. Oh, he the Bears suck. No weapons. <laughs> Their offensive line's terrible. You're right. Their offensive line is terrible at pass blocking. Mm-hmm. But you know what they are doing? They're running the ball for 200, almost 202 yards a clip per game. That's leads the league. Falcons are fourth at um, 160 a game. So their weapons are there. Chase Claypool, they just traded for this guy. This guy's going to get signed to a big deal. David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert. Herbert's not going to play this week. Cole Komet. Komet is... Uh, a a pretty good guy, yeah. Player, a tight end. He's a second round pick at Notre Dame. He's got five touchdowns in the last four games. Mm-hmm. So the weapons are there. The offensive lines are both equally bad at pass blocking. Justin Fields has been allowed or been asked to put the run the ball more than yep. Marcus has. So, in other words, the matchup for me is quarterback play. Long way around it. The quarterback play. Yeah. And I think it's not going to be the quarterback who may, who really runs more. I think both these defenses want to make these guys throw on them. And the Falcons have a pass defense that you can throw on. They're one of the worst in the league. They're the 31st, actually the last, the worst pass defense in the league. And the Bears have a good passing defense. They're 10th. They're not a bad passing defense. So that's the matchup for me. Which quarterback? Can yep. make the plays in the pocket. That's the matchup I'm looking for. I went all the way around the world to tell you my matchup is Marcus Mariota <laughs> versus Justin Fields. Two guys who no way, shape, or form will ever be on the field at the same time, most likely. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. 
And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I mean, that is the marquee matchup this Sunday. That's what it is for a few different reasons. One, because they will decide or be a huge, huge factor in who wins this football game. Simply, you laid the numbers out. Whoever plays better is going to help this team win the football game because, again, they're part of the deciding factor. Both of these quarterbacks aren't great at throwing the ball like you just mentioned, and whoever can make the big throws can get their team the the big first downs with their arm, help uh, move their football team down the football, their offense down down the field. Uh, with the football in their hands and using their arm, they're going to give their team an advantage because, again, both aren't very good at throwing the football. And whichever one has more success, that's probably going to be the deciding factor in the game. So that is the marquee matchup to watch for that reason. And because everybody's been talking about, you know, Justin Fields, his homecoming, he's coming back home. Some of these Justin Fields lovers uh, that are also Atlanta Falcons fans who wanted Justin Fields, You know, who knows where their heart's going to be at. I mean, I'm sure maybe they'll be rooting for the Falcons, but they're going to be like, if if Justin Fields starts having a good day, oh, we should have drafted Justin Fields. We told you so. We told you so. So that is the marquee matchup to watch for sure. But as far as my matchup goes, my matchup's with the big uglies, and that's the offensive line for both teams. Again, two position groups that aren't going to be on the field at the same time. The offensive line for the Atlanta Falcons and the offensive line for the Chicago Bears. Both, you just talked about, good at running the football. Well, not so great when it comes to pass protection. Both have struggled in pass protection this year. Which one is going to be better? Which one is actually going to give their quarterback time to read the defense, make good throws, make accurate throws, and, you know, have time to make decisions? Because, Neither one really has that when throwing the football. So that's going to be my matchup to watch. Which one is going to bow up and get a little bit more nasty when it comes to pass protection and help their quarterback actually make plays throwing the football. So when we talk about matchups right now, it's the quarterbacks and it's the offensive line for both teams right now, Bo. Yeah, I mean, and it's absolutely right. And, you know, you look at at these, the, the Falcons didn't do a great job um last week even run in the ball yeah part of that has to do with the fact that the panthers the panthers have a big front i mean i've been looking at um and i'm gonna pull out my chart from last week but i'm looking at these guys up front for the bears and you know they're running uh you know four three and uh 263 gibson is six four two sixty three on the outside now they have justin jones and big mike pinnell on the inside uh, uh, one at one D tackle position, but ju- you know yeah. Justin Jones six three three zero nine. That's a big boy. But then uh, Armand Watts is is six five two ninety five, and that's a starter. And then you know uh, Al uh, Al Al Muhammad um, is only six three two fifty. That's a little bit smaller than when you have um, Derek Brown at six five three twenty and Ionitis <laughs> at six three three zero five, and now. Gross Matos is only 6'5", 260, but that 265, that's a big six two hundred and seventy pounds. And then mm-hmm. Brian Burns is a much lighter guy, but he's still a 
Uh, you know, he's 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 an still elite. a game wrecker. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say elite, but he's still a top tier player. Um, yeah, and he's he's definitely develop developing into one. So, so it, yeah, it, it's 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 going to be interesting to see how these guys handle it. But you know, the the offensive line play is going to be crucial because whichever one is is creating you know, holes for the running game is going to be the one that wins this game ultimately. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. It is going to be very interesting to see how that plays out for sure. And uh, I'm going to give you i I'm going to give you one final matchup here because I think this is going to be, this is going to be pretty uh, important when you talk about how this football game ends up playing out. So you talked about the numbers a little bit right now. Um, Bears have the first overall rushing defense. Our, when you talk about our rushing defense, it was pretty good, but you know we've kind of stumbled over these last two weeks. So our rush defense, you you talked about this earlier in the week, down to 18th when we talk about ranked in the NFL. This rush defense is going to have to step back up again. You're in a position where you know what's coming. You know what they want to do with Justin Fields. Make him pass the ball. Heck, do give give what these defenses have been doing to us. Give their offenses a taste of their own medicine. Slowed up the box. Make Justin Fields throw the ball. We just talked about the you just talked about the passing numbers. Make him throw the ball. Dare, triple dog dare them to throw the ball. Load up the box. Pin your ears back and go out there and stop the run again, like we know you can do because you were doing it pretty well leading up until these these past couple of weeks. So I want to see that rush defense get after David Montgomery this week. I want to see that rush defense get in the backfield, get some more tackles for loss, and really try to make the Bears be as balanced as they can because they haven't been balanced all year. So stop the run. So as far as a matchup goes, I'm going to go with this. Um, I'm going to go with the whole rushing defense. I'm not even going to put it down to one number, uh, one player. I mean, you know, Rashawn Evans, Michael Walker, those, those linebackers will be, you know, important as well to not let, to not let these uh, running backs get into the second level, but it's really that whole front seven. So I'm going with the, the front seven of the Atlanta Falcons again, versus the offensive line in, in the running game and, and against David Montgomery. So I, that's, that's going to be my matchup because I think that's going to be a huge, huge key. This is a good opportunity for this Atlanta Falcons rush defense to kind of get back towards the top and in, in ranking and have another good game because they were they were playing very well when it comes to stopping the run early on in the season but have struggled the past couple of weeks. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, and, and when you're talking about Montgomery, one thing you got to remember is this is the guy who, I mean, he he's he's only caught 15 balls this year. Mm-hmm. But I think that's more an indictment on 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 the on the the offense of the offense as a whole, and how well they've done. But this is a guy that has in his career, uh, in what four years, has 136 catches out of the backfield for over a thousand yards. So 
This is a guy that you get the ball in space, he can make moves. This guy was a really good player at Iowa State. He's been a, he's been a really good player. He's a third round pick. He's been a good player in Chicago. Um, you know, running back taking in the third round means they're they're a versatile player most likely. Um, but this guy can get it done. So again, he's only got 15 catches this year. But don't be surprised. They don't try to run some screens. They try to get him yeah. in space with the ball, especially with Herbert out. And these guys have kind of, if you look at the season, they've kind of. They've kind of been their own little three-headed monster with we, we with the way we have had with yeah without Jarrett and Huntley and to a lesser extent Patterson. I mean Her, right. uh, Herbert, they're going to be missing 650 yards on the ground mm-hmm. with Herbert and, and, and Montgomery is is had a uh, 430 himself, and that kind of goes when you look at our guys where we've got three guys with 400 or more yards. I mean Huntley, well, Huntley's uh he's a little under at 330, but Algier's got 443. And then Patterson's got over 400 yards rushing. So, got our own little three-headed monster. And then you have Marcus with 340 yards on the ground himself, uh, a little bit more, almost 350. So, rushing attacks. But Montgomery's the guy that our our linebackers are going to have to watch out of that backfield with the ball in his hands as far as the receiving end. So, kind of like that. I like that, uh, that matchup that you have there. And that's interesting, too, that you bring up the screen game because the Falcons have been good at defending the screen game. I wonder though if the Bears try to throw that mat, throw that at them a little early, try to get Justin Fields a couple of rhythm throws early on in the game. So I would do wonder. That's that's a very interesting point you bring up. If the Bears try to, you know, a screen game, you know, as people always say, is an, an extension of the running game, which it is. So I wonder if the Bears try to use that early on in the game. So that'll be interesting to watch out for. So good call there by you, Squid Billy. Yeah, right. and you know what? Oh, they might just they might mm-hmm. just use them as an outlet. And, yeah. and 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 use that where they might they they could very well do a you know one read two read thing and then feels hey dump it off quick um, yeah swing passes swing passes sometimes get mistaken to running backs as, as as screen plays right um and so they might even do something like that knowing that the Falcons have been pretty uh you know not great but they've been they've been pretty good at the screen game so it's something that 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 you never um you never know but anyways. Yeah, and and especially, and especially too because you know the the Falcons, I expect them to have their ears pinned back, ready to stop the run, and that may be a way the Bears try to catch them off balance a little bit to start the game. So we'll see how that shapes out, but. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go ahead and move on to our keys to the game. I'll go ahead and start first here, Squid. My first key, I mean, it's pretty plain and simple. You got to get the running game going. And we we talked about this yesterday. Get Cordero Patterson touches. I want to see C-Flash P84 with the ball in his hands early. He gives you a spark. He gives you just a little more extra juice, not to say Algier Huntley don't, but just the energy and the spark that he brings, especially when he's running the ball ferociously on game day, it just hits different, Squid. So whether it's it's swing passes or a screen game or just straight-up handoffs, I want to see 
Cordell Patterson get the ball early and often in this game, get the run game going, establish the run, and then you can get balanced like we know Arthur Smith wants to be. And then you can maybe start hitting some quick one rethrow type passes to, you know, maybe Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Demir Bird, whoever. And then, you know, you, you can start to get that throwing game going a little bit. But I want to start off early, hitting the Bears in the mouth, running the ball with Cordell Patterson, and then let the rest get going from there. So my first key is get Cordell Patterson the ball and get the run game going. Yeah, um, mine are very, very simple. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got two I'm going to get to before we get uh, uh, before we move on. Yeah. First one is start fast. Yes. It, it, yeah. it, both Carolina games, you started slow. Chargers yeah. game, you had a good start to the game, I feel like. I think you got up to a 10 nothing lead. Um, so I thought you started fast in that game. But the Panthers games, you've started slow. Um, you started slow in the Tampa game. On it, you started slow in the Rams game. Uh, you know, I think there's another one in there that I missed. I think you might have started slow in the Cleveland game. You've started yeah. slow a lot this year, and it's really, really, now that puts mounting pressure on you. So, Get off to a fast start offensively. You know, go down, get get some points. Touchdown would be great. Um, a field a field goal would be a little disappointing, but right. you've been good in the red area. So get and they are not very good defensively in the red area. So get down there, score a touchdown early, start fast, get some points on the board, and defensively maybe get a stop early on and start. You know, get that confidence that kind of start filling yourself, and then let's let's hit the ground running. So for me, it's start fast as one. And the second one that I'll do is, you know, we know that they're off that their offensive line is not very good in pass pro. Um, mm. They're not going to throw the ball a lot. I mean, Fields has only thrown it 207 times this year, which, as much as we've complained about how many times Marcus has thrown it, that's less than Marcus's throws this year. Um, he threw, he went 12 of 20 last week. Uh, so again, there's not a lot. Uh, you know, you can go through his his passing. Um, numbers and the most attempts he's had in the game are 28, and I think that might be the same for for Marcus. So these these offenses they look very similar. They're they're yeah. not they're not really um, you know kind of teams that look uber you know way different if that makes sense. Right. Um, so. So let's, uh, you know, that's the thing for me is when I go look at the 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 most attempts that Marcus has had all year is is thirty three. So there, I pulling these numbers from the pocket, Dylan. They look a lot yeah. alike. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we read them out. So, so when they do throw, when they do drop back, if you get pressure, it's very very key that you maintain your rush lanes. As, yeah. as as pass rushers because when you start losing them, that's how quarterbacks, especially ones that are good with their feet, and this guy's elite with his feet, mm-hmm. can get they, – they make plays with their feet now. But if you can bottle him up and maintain your discipline, you kind of make it harder for him to get outside of that pocket. He might be able to step up and in, but again, it, you know, if you kind of maintain it, that can help you a little bit. So maintain your pass rush lanes. Don't let these guys, don't let Fields get out and create with his legs. If he's going to do anyways, make it harder. Because if you make it harder, it might limit damage. So my second key and my last key, I guess I should say, would be 
maintain your pass rush lanes with Justin Fields when you're trying to get him on the ground. This is my second key and my last key as well. And this also is going to be Dylan's deciding factor because this key I'm about to give, I talked about it in matchups to watch, but it's just so huge. I'm going to add on to it as well, though, add a little uh, extra branch to it. The second key is, again, you got to stop the run. I mean, that's point blank, period. But the branch I'm going to add on to that is you have to make the first tackle. When you get that first contact, whether it's on Justin Fields, David Montgomery, whoever, make the first tackle. Whether you rally to the football, gang tackle, make that first tackle, but don't let them get any extra yak. Don't let them get any extra yardage after first contact. I think that's going to be huge. If you get to Justin Fields, don't let him get by you. Get him on the ground. Instead of a a six-yard loss turning into a two-yard gain because you missed a couple of tackles, make that a six-yard loss. That's going to be my deciding factor because, again, this is a team that likes to run the ball and is going to try to run the ball. Don't give them any extra yards. If you have them stopped in the backfield, if you have them stopped for a loss or have them stopped for a minimal gain, make sure you keep it that way. Don't let them get any extra yardage. Tackling, I think, is going to be huge in this game because, again, with a team that likes to run the football, you're going to be in a lot of situations where, you know, you might have to make a, a solo tackle or you might have to get in there and, and and you know, get a get a one-on-one because they might try to stretch you out too with that screen game or swing passes or things of that nature. Make sure your tackling is on point this week because, you know, when you have an opportunity to get Justin Fields down for a loss, you need to get him down. We have the opportunity to get David Montgomery down for a loss or a minimal gain. You got to get him down. So don't help this team out anymore by letting them get some extra yardage on runs or anything like that. So, again, stopping the run is the major key. But to branch off of that, tackling is really going to be Dylan's deciding factor here when you talk about stopping the run game and uh, stopping Justin Fields on his feet as well. So those are the keys. Those are the matchups to watch. That's Dylan's deciding factor. Bo, it's about that time. How about we do a little score predicting here? What you think? I don't know. I'm not liking my score predictions lately because I've been wrong on all of them. And I just <laughs> thought you're going to bounce them. back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe I should pick the Bears to keep the so the Falcons maybe have a chance to win. Right. <laughs> Reverse psychology. I like it. I like uh, it. <laughs> I'm lost on this one. The Falcons are a three-point favorite. I think the Falcons cover. I'm going to go 24-20 Falcons. Okay. Um, I just think both these teams have scored. You know, the the Bears have been scoring hot lately. Yeah. Uh, I think Fields might try to do a little too much with his arm and maybe maybe throw the ball to us a couple of times. He does have seven picks on the year. Um, so I'm going to go with Falcons. Um, Falcons 24-20. I think this is going to be a little more high scoring. I'm going to go 29-27 Falcons. I do think, though, we make the stops when we need to. This defense has been very good at that all year, especially Grady Jarrett making big stops, getting big sacks when we need to, getting big turnovers as well. I'm with you. I think Fields throw us the ball a couple of times. I think we get a fumble recovery in this game, too, as well. I think Marcus Mariota has a bounce-back game. I think he makes some big throws this week. I, you know, even though he's been blocking it out at the same time, I mean, I know he hears the noise. I know he hears people calling for Desmond Ritter. Well, guess what? He's going to prove a lot of people wrong, and he's going to spoil 
the NFL homecoming for Justin Fields, and I can't wait to see it. Justin Fields, I'm going to say he throws two interceptions. We get a fumble recovery, and then Young Way Koo, who has struggled a little bit, you know, just here and there, missed, missed some extra points, missed a field goal. I'm going to say he bounces back in a big way, kicks a game-winning field goal. Falcons win 29-27, and we're feeling good about ourselves again. And people stop hating on Marcus Mariota finally. I mean, that'll probably never stop, but at least it'll stop maybe for this week. <laughs> yeah, don't don't count on it. Right. Um, no matter what happens right. in this game, you know. That's the thing that keeps coming. I, I know that Fields has had a hot stretch. Yeah. And he's still only in his year two. But and I look at the numbers. So and, and, and by the way, don't, don't I don't want to hear, oh well, he doesn't have a lot around him. Well, you know what? There's not been there's not been a lot around some of these guys lately. And he's got right. some weapons out there, but I look at his numbers oh, yeah. and he, he's under sixty percent completion for his for his career. He hasn't thrown for four thousand yards in his career. Like career numbers i mean again he's only midway through season two um but i you know and but 19 touchdowns and 17 interceptions and here guys oh he's the guy that got away i don't know yet i think it's way too early to say he is the guy that got away and it's probably too early to say he's the guy that didn't get away um what's accurate to say is he's a young quarterback and i don't know if we'd be much better off with him at quarterback than the guy we got yeah, I'm saying it's not a knock on Justin. It's just what I'm looking at. So exactly. I'm not ready to say any of that either. I'm not ready to say, oh, shoot, we missed out on Justin Fields, because guess what? I think we have a really special player in Kyle Pitts, too. You got to remember, you know, OK, we didn't get Justin Fields. Well, guess what? We got a very good player in Kyle Pitts. And just because he maybe hasn't had the numbers that you guys want him to have right now. And I know, well, part of that is the quarterback and people have been bringing that up. but. It's not even the fact that Marcus isn't getting the ball or anything. He's not going to force feed him the ball. We talked about this before, so I'm not going to spend a whole bunch of time on it. But, again, just because, you know, Justin Fields is putting up big fantasy numbers right now doesn't mean that we missed out on some generational quarterback. Now, I'm not wishing ill will or no success. I want Justin Fields to have success, but don't say that we missed out on some crazy, uh, you know, crazy pick when, we haven't even seen the guy do much yet. I mean, he's barely – he's halfway through season two, like you said. So, the the talks are – everybody's just overreacting right now. So, we'll see what happens. But that is going to do it for this edition of Peace Street Football. Again, make sure you guys like this podcast. Download the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow it. All that good stuff. You can do that on Apple Podcasts. You can do it on Spotify. You can do it on the Odyssey app. Wherever you get your podcast, Peace Street Football is there. Well, we have set the scene for you. Next time we talk to you, it'll be Sunday evening around around sometime around the evening. And hopefully we are talking about a big Atlanta Falcons win, getting off the schneid. And hopefully we're feeling good about the rest of our Sunday night. But that'll be the next time we talk to you for Bo Morgan. I am Dylan Matthews. Once again, we are Peachtree Football. Till we talk to you guys Sunday, go Falcons, rise up. Oh, 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 peace. H-E-L, 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 H-E